My dear brothers and sisters, when we discussed the bonds of kinship, we made a deal with each other. Remember? That you will go and make friends and make peace with those family members that you had some trouble with and turbulence with and might have been avoiding. And mashallah, many of you wrote to me and wallahi, it was the coolness of my eyes and heart that some of you called in and wrote in with tears and said, subhanallah, you have apologized to people you haven't spoken to for months and maybe yes. And inshallah, this next Eid that's coming up, you will spend this Eid together. It was my happiness, wallah, wallah. And now we're discussing our parents. Thus, at this juncture, I want us to take a break right now. Because I'm not going to make a deal with you that you go home and call your parents. I want you to take out your mobile phones right now. Right now. In this particular venue. Put your hands in your pocket and take out your phones. Mashallah, I heard Sri Lankans listen to instructions very clearly. You don't have to repeat yourself when you instruct them. I want you to take out your phones right now. Let me see everybody with their mobile phones in their hand. Yes. For the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not for me, not for yourself, for the sake of Allah, perhaps Allah will make this your jannah. Perhaps Allah will smile upon you right now and tell his angels that this slave of mine, let him do what he wants today, for I have given him jannah. I want you to take out your phones right now. And for those who are recording, switch off recording and do this task that I'm about to tell you to do right now. I want you to phone your parents. And I want you to tell them that you love them. And I want you to apologize for your mistakes in your lives with, rega- in your lives with regards to their khidmah and their service as per the instruction of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let's do this right now. Let's pick up our phones. I'm going to stop speaking for five minutes. So don't stare at me for the sake of Allah. Don't worry what the next person is going to say. I'm going to look bad by Allah. Do you want to look bad in front of Allah or do you want to look bad in front of people? Take out your mobile phones, phone them, text them if, you, if they're far away. And if they've passed away, then make dua for them. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes their grave a garden from the gardens of Jannah. Let's do that in the next five minutes. Jazakumullah khairan. For the sisters as well upstairs. And if your father is in the audience, get up and go to him and give him a hug and apologize for your mistakes. For indeed, we are all weak and we all make mistakes. Let's do that. Jazakumullah khairan. Islam is a way of life. Islam is a way of life. Alhamdulillah. And this is what it's about. We don't know whether the angel of death is counting our seconds right now next to us. Counting. And we pass away before we told our parents we love them. And we would have lost a great part of Jannah because of that. We know that a great part of our Jannah is set based on our relationship with our parents. For those parents who've passed away, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make their graves a garden from the gardens of Jannah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather them with their children and loved ones underneath His arsh on the day of Qiyamah. May Allah grant them their books of deeds in their right hands. May Allah inspire the children they've left behind to do those worthy acts which Allah will use to reward those parents who've passed away after they've passed away. And may Allah gather us with our parents in the highest Jannah with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ameen. My dear brothers and sisters, these tears that you have, Wallahi, I ask Allah to make these tears, tears that extinguish the fire of Jahannam. Because these are tears that are for nobody's sake but the sake of Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all. May Allah bless you all. 
Amin. So, we've discussed lesson number one. And to be honest, I only intended to discuss with you two lessons from Surah Yusuf. Two lessons only. Because as you can see, we need a long time together. And may Allah bring me to Sri Lanka just to teach the whole of Surah Yusuf. Inshallah, one day. One day, Amin. Amin. So first lesson was family cohesion. And we discussed two of the three entities. And that was parent versus child and child versus parent. The second lesson which I want to discuss with you is something which we have to discuss. And that is because Surah Yusuf is the essence of this particular lesson. We would have an incomplete session together if we didn't discuss this, my dear brothers and sisters. And that is the lesson of patience, of sabr. Because this surah, as I explained to you, was revealed to the ummah as a means of ease to their difficulties and a means of ease to their sufferings. And we see in the surah a father who was in patience for decades, a beautiful patience as he says. And a child who experienced a beautiful patience for decades as well. My dear mothers and fathers, my dear brothers and sisters, this world is not the world of perpetual happiness and bliss. For that world is known as Jannah. And this world is not the world of perpetual doom and gloom and punishment. For that world is known as Jahannam. We are in a place in between. A place that precedes that place. A place which is the working ground before that place. And for those who, who work diligently, their abode will be perpetual happiness. And for those who lack diligence, may Allah protect, their abode will be perpetual harm. Or if they pass away as Muslims, then some form of cleansing in Jahannam before Jannah. May Allah protect us all from even going near Jahannam. Amin. This world that we're in is the dunya. And this world is the world of testing. It's the world of testing. I want you to understand this, O servants of Allah and O children of Adam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will test us in this world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Alladhi خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةِ لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا Allah says He is the one who created life and death to test you all and make manifest which one of you is best in deeds. Understand this, O servants of Allah. Many of us think we're only being tested when we are experiencing some difficulty. And this is incorrect, my dear brothers and sisters. For we are being tested as well when we enjoy financial standing and when we enjoy material well-being. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us everything that we want. Allah is also testing us then. Have we not come across the ayah in the Qur'an where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَأَمَّا الْإِنسَانِ إِذَا مَبْتَلَاهُ رَبُّهُ فَأَكْرَمَهُ وَنَعَّمَهُ فَيَقُولُ رَبِّي أَكْرَمًا Have we not seen where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that as for insan, when Allah tests him, tests him, when? When Allah gives him what he wants. 
and blesses him with things in this dunya. What did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala call it? A test. It's also a test. Allah is testing us in times of goodness and in times of difficulty. And that is why Sulaiman alayhi salam, who Allah gifted with the properties of, the, of this dunya, made the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala subservient to him. The jinn, the birds, the wind. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. That when he announces, who can bring me the arsh of that person who prostrates to the sun? There's a competition. There's a competition. Some say, we'll bring it to you before you stand up from the jinn. We'll bring it to you before you stand up from your throne. And then if Ifrit stands up and says, I will bring it to you before you open your eyes when you blink. <laughs> this is who Sulaiman alayhi salam had at his mercy. And what does he say? He says, this is from the blessings of Allah upon me. To test me, will I be thankful or will I be ungrateful? Yes, we are being tested, my dear brothers and sisters, even when Allah gives us. Allah is testing us to see whether we will thank Him. Some people Allah tests and they don't say, Alhamdulillah. They don't say, Alhamdulillah, alladhi hadana lihada, wa ma kunna linahtadiya lawla an hadana Allah. They don't say, Allahumma lakal hamd kama yambaghi li jalali wajhik wa azimi sultanik. They don't praise Allah. They don't thank Allah. They behave as if they are deserving of these gifts. This is a test. And Allah will also test us with adversity. We might have troublesome children. We might have a troublesome marriage. We might have problems in our job. We might have suffering because of the loss of a family member. We might have difficulty because we are unable to get that which we like. These are all tests. These are all tests. These are all tests. But I give you glad tidings for the second lesson from Surah Yusuf. I give you glad tidings, O servants of Allah, and O children of Adam. And that is in these ayat in Surah Al-Baqarah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَنَقُصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that indeed you will be tested. It's a promise from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Take peace in this. This is glad tidings to us. This is a means of ease for us. That when we are being tested, we know that it's not only us. Allah will test everyone. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, indeed you will be tested with fear, with hunger, with a lack of financial standing and material well-being, with life. Allahu Akbar. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions those who pass his test. Like Yaqub alayhi salam, and like Yusuf alayhi salam. Allah says, وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ And give glad tidings to the patient ones. This is what is for us, O servants of Allah. We remedy the test that Allah gives us with patience. And from being from the patient. And who are they, Ya Allah? Who are the patient ones, Ya Allah? Allah says, الَّذِينَ 
إذا أصابتهم مصيبة. Allah says they are those that when Allah afflicts them with a test, قالوا they say, إن لله وإن إليه راجعون. They say indeed we are from Allah. And indeed we will return to Allah. They say, for Allah is what He gave, and for Allah is what He took. Allahu Akbar. These are those who passed the test. And what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say about them as their prize, as their gifts? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أُولَٰئِكَ عَلَيْهِمْ صَلَوَاتٌ مِّن رَبِّهِمْ وَرَحْمَةٌ Allah says, for those is a special gift, a special prize from the Lord of the worlds, from the one who created them and gave them that test. Allah wanted to give us a reward from Him. But the only way to get that reward was for us to go through that test. So that test was not a punishment, rather it was a mercy. Allah says, Allah will give them salawat, greetings and salutations from Allah. A welcome from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa rahmah and special mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is only for those who pass those tests. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُهْتَدُونَ And they are from the rightly guided. Allah labels them the rightly guided by Allah. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala labeled us the rightly guided on condition, He removed our financial standing, material well-being, would we say, no, ya Allah? Would we say, no, ya Allah? We rather have our, material, our materialistic things. We would rather have peace in this temporary dunya over peace in the eternal akhirah. Would we say that? If Allah told you today, I guarantee you Jannah, on condition I test you with something that you love, will you say, Ya Allah, no. Would you say that? If Allah guaranteed you Jannah, would you think about it? This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying. Allah titles you the rightly guided. Why? Because you're from Jannah. This is it, O servants of Allah. And this is it, O children of Adam. إِذَا أَحَبَّ اللَّهُ أَحَدًا ibtala. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you, He will test you. For He tested His anbiya alayhim as-salatu was-salam. He tested Yusuf alayhi salam He tested Ya'qub alayhi salam He tested Ibrahim alayhi salam He tested Nuh alayhi salam He tested all His anbiya. He tested Muhammad ibn Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Have you not read where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says alif lam mim ahasiban nasu an yutraku an yaqulu amanna wa hum la yuftanun Allahu akbar have you not read where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says alif lam mim does mankind think that it is enough for them to say i believe in Allah it is enough for them to say, La ilaha illallah, wahum la yuftanoon, and Allah will never ever test them. وَلَقَدْ فَتَنَّ الَّذِينَ مِن قَبْلِهِمْ Allah says, by Allah we tested those before them. Allah says, by Allah, Allah has tested those before us. فَلَيَعْلَمَنَّ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ صَدَقُوا 
Thus Allah will make manifest which one from amongst us has truly believed when we said we believe. And Allah will make manifest who are the liars. Who, have, who say they believe, but their hearts haven't believed. They complain about Allah. They deny Allah. They say, Ya Allah, why me? Ya Allah, why are you doing this to me? Ya Allah, I'm making dua and dua and you're not answering me. Ya Allah, until when are you going to do this to me? May Allah forgive us. May Allah protect us from this disbelief. Amin. 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 Those before us, my dear brothers and sisters, Allah shook the earth beneath them before He gave them assistance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Baqarah, أَمْ حَسِبْتُمْ أَن تَدْخُلُوا الْجَنَّةِ Do you think you will enter Jannah? وَلَمَّا يَأْتِكُمْ مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ خَلَوْا مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ And what about the parables and lessons and history of those before you? You think you will enter Jannah because of your behavior. What about those before you? They were afflicted with ba'sa, with adversity. And that which we consider harmful. And Allah caused the earth beneath them to shake. The earth beneath them to shake. Allah says we shook the earth beneath them. That is how we tested them. You think you're being tested. Allah says we tested those before you, the Anbiya. To such a great extent that the earth beneath them shook until a point when the Prophet and those who believe shouted out and said, when is the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala coming? Until the Prophet himself and those who were with him said, when is the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala coming? It is here, O servants of Allah, and it is here, O children of Adam, that the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, Allah inna nasr Allahi qareeb. Allah says, here, the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is close. Excellence is achieved on the verge of destruction. You want excellence? You got to be pushed to the verge till you feel you are about to fall off the cliff. That is where excellence is achieved. And when Allah pushes you to that extent and you pass, when a prophet takes a knife and puts it to the neck of his child, that is when the help of Allah comes. And he's given a ram to slaughter because he's passed the test of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes. Do you see my dear brothers and sisters? This is the lesson from Surah Yusuf. Thus never ever deny Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And become stronger believers. And every time you are tested, say Alhamdulillah. And ask Allah to assist you through that test. And ask Allah to make you from the rightly guided after that test. And seek assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But never ever deny Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah grant us the understanding. Ameen. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made easy, O servants of Allah and O children of Adam, for me to discuss with you all today. And it is at this juncture that we say, Alhamdulillah, bi ni'matihi tatimmu salihat that all praises belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For indeed, it is with His blessings that goodness is completed. It's only Allah's tawfiq and guidance that goodness can become completed. 
It's not in my hands. It's not in your hands. When Allah wants to reward His slave with goodness, له الأسباب. Allah inspires him to do those acts that are worthy of goodness and rewards. He inspires a group of people to write a letter to somebody and say, please come visit our country and run a series of talks. Allah inspires them to do that. And inspires them to search far and wide for the resources so that that talk is possible. And when Allah wants to reward that speaker, He inspires him to agree to accept that particular invitation. And Allah makes the coming together a reality. And then when Allah wants to accept goodness from those in the vicinity that the speaker has come to, He inspires them to see the message that announces a particular program. And He inspires them to say yes and come. For there were many that saw the advert but were not inspired to come. Even though they had the ability to come. Thus understand it's tawfiq. It's tawfiq from Allah. If you thought that goodness is in my hands and yours, ask yourself how easy it is to say, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar, walillahi alhamd. How easy is it to say this, but how many of us say it? Does it cost us anything? How many of us say it? But when we ask you, did you say it? What will you say? I forgot. Yes, you forgot. Because you are not inspired to say it. Thus seek forgiveness for those sins that are blocking you from being inspired to do goodness, O servants of Allah. May Allah forgive our sins. May Allah forgive our sins. And celebrating the hadith of the Prophet wasallam when he said, مَن لَا يَشْكُرْ النَّاسِ لَا يَشْكُرُ اللَّهِ That the one who doesn't thank the people, which is the lesser thanks, can never thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is the greater thanks. In celebrating this hadith, I want to thank the country Sri Lanka for allowing me peaceful entry. And I would like to thank you all for lending me your attentive ear. And I would like to thank everyone involved in making our programs together a reality. And I would like to especially thank a group of young people headed by an uncle that's youthful as well. From the bottom of my heart, a team that I've now dubbed the investors. Today we have many names like this. We have, as I hear from the youth, the expendables. Right? We have the expendables. Yeah, the youth are laughing. Right? They don't tell us who they are. Right? And we have the avengers. <laughs> so now we have the investors. I've dubbed this team the investors. And they're made up of a group of lovely people. May Allah bless them and make them a lighthouse for the other youth and inspire aspirations within the rest of the youth that they come together in goodness and become ignited communities that benefit humanity. Ameen, ameen. I would like to express a heartfelt gratitude to brother Shiham Ilham and Hafiz, mashallah, our brothers who are running the Sri Lankan hub and making sure that these lectures are being broadcasted. I'd like to offer a heartful thanks as well to Brother Rida and Sheikh Mu'iz, who I'm sure you all know and love, mashallah. Yes, he's part of my team, the investors. And 
Brother Adnan as well, and our lovely brother Mas'ud. May Allah bless him. The son of Uncle Azad, somebody who I've been worrying a lot on WhatsApp and on messages and on and using the phone, mashallah, but he's always answering and following through with the 101 requests. May Allah forgive me. May Allah forgive me. I'm always saying, make sure there's a fan and make sure there's an air conditioner and so on and so forth. And may Allah bless him. And may Allah bless Brother Abdullah and Sajjad and Nafis and Aman and Harun and Ayyub and Manasir. And last but not least, as I said, an uncle who's old in age but youthful at heart, Uncle Azad, who welcomed me with open hands and his wonderful smile and really, really, really looked after me in such a way that I will never ever think twice about coming back to Sri Lanka. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless them all, make all their dreams come true, give them better than they aspire and give them more in the akhirah. Ameen. O servants of Allah and O children of Adam, Jazakumullah khairan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us death whilst he's pleased with us. May he grant us a grave which is a garden from the gardens of Jannah. May he grant us shade underneath his arsh on the day of Qiyamah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the opportunity to drink from the hawd of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us our book of deeds in our right hands. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us Jannah with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, with our parents, with our spouses, with our siblings, and all those who we love for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and all those that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised in rank. Ameen, ya Rabbil Alameen. Everything correct said is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and He is perfect, and any mistakes are from myself and shaitan, and I seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness. This marks the end of the title, Noble Pursuits. But it doesn't mean that we should stop our noble pursuits. Jazakumullahu khairan. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Allahu akbar, Allahu akbar. La ilaha illa Allahu, Allahu akbar. Allahu akbar. Wa lillahi alhamd. Subhanallahi wa bihamdihi. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Nashhadu an la ilaha illa ant. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk.